0: This is Tim Bryan, pastor of Lifeway Apostolic Church, and this is our podcast. Thank you for joining us today. My prayer is that this message will inspire, build your faith, and draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Enjoy this message. I have a message from God, and it's not complete. I said, I have a message from God, and it's not complete. So don't look at me if you hear something that uh, you've heard before because you haven't completely received it yet. That's why the pastor has not been released from this scripture. I think that we're good at feeling the presence of God and the spirit of God. But we're not quite there yet to let our soul cry out to God. I, I truly believe that there are many people in this church that have allowed their soul to touch God. There are some reservations in our worship, in our prayer time, in our study time, and in our lifetime, that our soul is not connected to God. That we are, and I'm just going to say it, that we are surface Christians at large. Not only, I'm just talking about this church, but in this community, in this world, there's a lot of surface Christians that are tickled by their spirit touching the Lord. But there are few that will allow their soul to be surrendered to the Spirit of God. Hear this, Pastor, right now. We are not satisfied with just a time of prayer and, and somebody may get touched or not get touched because we allowed our spirit to touch Jesus. When your spirit touches the spirit of God, tears will come to your eyes. I feel some in this room that your guts are somehow just kind of holding back. Your mind is trying to go somewhere else. I, I feel that in the presence of God, and I feel as though that some of us that have been walking for God for a long time have somehow come accustomed to that spirit time with God. And we have lost sight of the soul time with God. Because the soul is where our identity is in Jesus Christ. Coming to the house of God and satisfying your spiritual appetites is apathy in the presence of God. Let me tell you about in the book of Proverbs, and I don't mean to go here, but I'm going to go here anyway is that when you come into the presence of God and you know to do a certain type of of, of soul searching to the Lord and you know that you need to return your soul to God and you do it not, that is an attitude of a fool. Now, don't take that wrong because that's just a definition of somebody that just doesn't, uh, doesn't, they can become apathetic in their walk with God. When you know to do something and you do it not, the Bible says that is a fool. It's a foolish. Now, I'm not trying to call you a fool today, but what I'm trying to, to get our mindset to say, we need to get out of foolish prayer time. And we need to get out of foolish worship time and get out of foolish coming to the house of God time and say I am not coming just to give just a little bit to the Lord but I'm coming to give my soul to the king of kings and of lord of lords I can't just be satisfied with a clap I can't be satisfied with just a momentary but I gotta get beside myself and show God that I mean business when I come to him my soul My soul has got to cry out. I said my soul has got to cry out. When it comes to worship, my soul needs to worship. When I pray, my soul needs to cry out. I just don't want to feel God. I want to know God. And I want people to see God in my life. We satisfy. Can I just preach it from a pastor's point of view? I do not want to succumb appetites in music and worship that when certain songs or certain things are done and it doesn't appease my appetite then I'm going to withhold my worship that's a fool ladies and gentlemen I need somebody that will stand to your feet and say I don't care what's going to happen my soul is going to cry out my appetite is Jesus Christ Come on, somebody. Your appetite needs to be from your soul. And your soul needs to cry out to Jesus. We need to have more God consciousness and less world consciousness. Let me say that again. I said we need to have more God consciousness and less world consciousness. When the children of God get their soul in line and in step with Jesus Christ, I ain't got time for the world nor the things of it. We may enjoy some things for a little while. You may go out to eat and have a nice dinner, and that's fine. But when it comes to Jesus, my soul is always yearning. My soul is always being reached out. My soul wants to connect with God. We operate a lot on our physical senses. I said we operate a lot on our physical senses. And we look at other people based off their physical senses. But where are the people of God that will become God conscious? and spiritual senses are wide awake and say God I see you moving and I don't want you just to move on brother Ernie or move in this family or that family but I need your spirit to move on me and just, I don't want to just to feel you I want you deep deepen my soul I said, I want God down deep in my soul, down deep in my spirit, down deep in my mind, down deep in my spirit. I want my mind, my will, my emotions, my soul to be called from God. Let's raise our hands right now. Come on, let's pray. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Come on, the dust that you are carrying, that you put on raiment upon your body, that dust that's walking around, uh, that's going to go back to the earth, uh, and the spirit will return. But your soul is going to make an account. Uh, it is the soul that's going to be touched. It's your soul that's got to be ministered to. It's your soul. It's your soul. I said it's your soul. Does not matter what name brand I have on my shoulders. It doesn't matter what kind of shoes or socks. No matter what kind of car I drive, it's all going to burn one day. But my soul, my soul can be preserved and gone to heaven. Let me explain something to you. Your body, your soul, and your spirit. Everybody say your body. That is your appetites, that is your senses, that is your world consciousness. Your spirit is your God consciousness, your spiritual senses. Your soul is your identity, your personality, your self-consciousness. That's why when the Lord gets into your soul, you don't think like you used to think. There are many people that come to the house of God and they grow to the level of their spirit. They grow to the level they feel God and certain things change. But they go back to the same thing They go back to the same thing over and over again. And you find yourself defeated again and again and again. Why? It's because that part of you, you have not allowed God to dwell in your soul. He wants to change your identity. He wants to change your personality. He wants to save your self-conscious. He wants to get into your mind. He wants to get into your will. And he wants to get into your emotions. I'm thank, I thank God I'm not the man I used to be. I said, I thank God I'm not the man I used to be. You say, Pastor, you grew up in a pastor's home. That doesn't, y'all don't even know. I thank God, God saved me from drugs. You say, Pastor, you say you never did drugs, but I was offered drugs. It was the grace of God. They allowed me to say no. I was abused as a child. This is no no new news for you all. I I was abused as a child by a man who is dead and gone now from this earth. But guess what? I don't hold on to that hate. I don't hold on to that grudge. I'm not depressed by it. Why? Because God has saved me and his spirit got down in my soul and changed my identity. I am not a victim. I am a victor in Jesus Christ. I am a new creation. I am a new person in Jesus Christ. Behold, all things passed away. All things have become new. Because Jesus got a hold of my soul. I said, Jesus got a hold of my soul. come on clap your hands to Jesus right now the Lord ain't done yet there are some of you that are still battling you're feeling the presence of God but you're battling with your soul right now may be seated the Holy Spirit is to empower your spirit that's why sometimes we don't know what to pray but we allow God to speak to our spirit, and we learn what to pray. Your spirit is the direct line to your mind. What you feel in the house of God today, you're trying to dis- absorb it into your mind, and you're making up your mind what you're going to do. One way or another, you're going to have a decision to make. Perhaps you've already made the decision. Your mind is, is to instruct your will. Your will is to dictate the course and set your affections. Your emotions will then motivate your body to appropriate benefits, to the appropriate benefits of the will of God for your life. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying this. The Spirit of God moves, speaks to your mind, and your mind instructs your will what you're going to do. Your will is a part of your soul. Your will is part of your soul. Is where your mind is. Where your where your uh, your your will is. Your your emotions are. Your heart. Psalms eighty four and two. Raphael's got this ready. King James. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. In other words, it starts on the inside and it works its way out. He said, my soul longeth for thee and my heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. You say, Pastor, you're getting kind of crazy. You're getting people around here kind of nuts. You got that right. We're a little bit nuts because I've seen Jesus. I, I've seen what he can do. I've seen what he can make of somebody. I've seen the heal. I've seen God take people who had cancer and heal them on the spot. I've seen people that come in halt walk out walking. There's a man in the church in Kentucky came in blind walked out seeing you can't tell me my God ain't real it's down in my soul I said it's down in my soul So many people who are non-believers because we've heard things on the news, we've read things, you've been on the internet, everything is fictitious in this world. Television, uh, the internet, social media is a complete lie. Somebody say amen. I said social media is a complete lie. Some of y'all take five and six pictures before you post one because it's a complete lie. If you kept the first picture, it'd be more of the truth. Your hair wasn't right. The angle wasn't right. Your duck lips weren't right. Your your outfit wasn't just right. The angle wasn't right. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all take pictures in the mirror. I know you know what I'm talking about. It's all really a lie. One man said, he said, so many people want to take a picture of the house because they're af- but they're afraid to because they don't think anybody lives that way. Certain people have their pictures of the house. Everything is put in its nice place, and, and everything is right, and the blankets laid this way and that way. I took a picture of Ellie's bedroom after I, t- I painted the walls, and, and we made sure everything was right. Her bed was made so I could take a picture, and she wanted to show some people what happened. But it really, if you go to her bedroom now, that picture's a lie. I said the picture's a lie. So what we do is we put on this persona that we want everybody to think everything is okay. But on the inside, we're dying. On the inside, our soul is far from God. I wonder if we gonna take the selfie stick out of our hand and say, God, look at me. No, expose. Come on, Lord, take my soul. Take everything that I am. Come on, let's be honest. We're all a wreck. I said, we're all a wreck, but thanks be unto God. I said, thanks be unto God. I'm going to say it again. Thanks be unto God for his benefits, for his goodness, for his mercy, for his grace. David said, my soul longeth, yea, even fainteth. For the courts of the Lord. Just let me get in your presence. Let me get in your courts. Let me get into the place of the authority. Let me get into a place where you're, 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 you're close to your throne room. We're, we're close to your throne. We're, we're close to getting blessed. We're, we're close to be just being in your presence is all my soul ever would want. And then when you get your soul is in place in the courts of the Lord. Then your heart and your flesh will begin to raise a hand. You'll begin to shout for joy. You'll begin to see who Jesus really, really, really is. Psalm 73, 26 says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God... Uh, I said, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Here we go. Look to your neighbor and say, here we go. Title of this message is sold out. S-O-U-L-E-D. You ever been to some place and everything was sold out? it was a running joke in our family that every time we'd go to Wendy's or go to Arby's or go somewhere, everything my wife would want, either the machine was broken or that item was never on the menu. I don't know how many times we went to Wendy's and she wanted their baked potato. Why she wanted a Wendy's baked potato, I have no idea. Come on, somebody. But she wanted a Wendy's baked potato. And I don't know how many times we went there and they never had them, did they? And we would go to the drive through and say, you know, they ain't going to have any. And sure enough, they would say, you know what? We just sold our last one or we don't, we ran out of potatoes. And I'm thinking there's a Walmart right across the street. Somebody should have known you're running out of potatoes. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. You ever go to the shoe store and there's no shoes in your size because they're sold out? You ever go to a place and they don't have your size? I know Brother Mike probably has that problem with shoes. You know, maybe not ever have his size. He has to special order certain things. Sometimes we go to places and they are sold out. That means they have exhausted everything in their inventory and given it to somebody who bought it. I'm here to tell you the Lord died and bought your soul with a price. And he says, I sold out to you. He's looking for somebody that will be sold out to him and says, take the inventory of what I have, God. I'm sold out to you. Everything in my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, I'm sold out. And I'm giving it to you because you have paid the ultimate price. Somebody say sold out. Look to your neighbor and say, sold out. That's what kind of church we want to be. We want to be a sold-out church. When people walk to up to us and say, we know you pray. Can you pray for me? And you say, yes, I can pray because my soul is in the arms of God. And when you begin to pray for somebody and lay your hands upon them, we will have faith and believe that God can heal, that God can touch. We say in the name of Jesus Christ, you shall be healed. So here we go. If you have a need from God, if you have something in your life that you need God to help you with, what's typically happening here is you will hold on to what you are having to deal with because it has become your identity and is attached to your soul. You know what, today's world is the victim mentality. Is that all right if I talk about that in the church? Eh, woe is me. Forget woe is you. You're in the courts of the almighty God. You are bought with a price. You are a peculiar people. You're a royal nation, a royal priesthood. I am not a woe is me kind of guy. I'm a woe is him kind of guy. It says my soul belongs to him. Pastor, you don't understand my situation. I may not, but I know God does. Pastor, you don't understand the sickness that I have. You don't understand the abuse that I've gone through. You don't understand the problems that I have. That's why you got to get sold out. My identity, the things that I've been carrying, I now lay them up on the altar. And I step back and say, Lord, do with what you will. And the Lord will fix it. God will order the steps. God will bring the gospel of peace and put order in it. It will crush the things that need to be crushed. He'll elevate the things that need to be elevated. And he'll stick that right back in you. And all of a sudden he'll look back and say, you're a new creature now in Christ Jesus. It yeah. doesn't mean that everything is going to be hunky-dory when you walk out of here. But when you face that same obstacle, you're going to be walking a little bit different walk. Because now you're a child of God. Uh -uh. Devil, you ain't ain't got no room for you. Ain't got no room for that attitude. Ain't got no room for that problem. Ain't got no room for that situation. Because I am a child of the Most High God. Here we go. Let's stand. Uh, Forgive me, Sunday school teachers, youth class. I felt this all week. I didn't, I I felt like God was going to do something wonderful in this place. And I told God, I don't want to wait till Sunday. He said, you got to get them all together, and we got to figure this thing out. I said, okay, we'll get together. And I, I just felt this stirred in my spirit. My wife and I were on a walk last night, and she said, well, what are you going to preach about tomorrow? And I said, sold out. we got to be sold out. we got to get all in. We don't need to be standing on the fringes, uh, standing on the edges, uh, wondering if I'm going to do this or do that. God is looking for a church, uh, not just the people, but God is looking for a church that is sold out. So here we go. If you have any reservation in you at all in your walk with God and you want to just kind of get over that hump, you need to get past some things. Here's the attitude I want you to have when you come to this altar. And I'm going to ask you to come to the altar. As a sold out person that says I'm really going to give God everything and I'm tired of dealing with it. You're not afraid of the person standing next to you. You're not afraid of who's going to pray with you because it's not about even the person that's going to pray with you. It's about you and God. I said it's about you and God. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. If you would like to know more information about our church, please check us out on Facebook at Lifeway Apostolic Church. May God richly bless you.